MVP Sekai Heavy Q Champion. Nande. <laughs> oh, but that's all you're getting for now. As you were. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, except GBH, and they know why. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We'll get into that. My name is Luke. The Never Open Podcast, everyone, yes. Well, I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, my name is Mr. Andy, uh, also known as Andy. And uh, I am here to talk about the New Japan. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> we are both here to talk the New Japans. And we're talking the New Japan Cup nights. Uh, 14 and 15, I think. I got the whatever. The last two nights of the New Japan Cup. Uh, there isn't too much news that isn't New Japan Cup and beyond related. Except for, uh, you know, next week we've got Hyper Battle. And you know I'm uh, very excited for that. Uh, very hyper indeed. So Do you think we get a theme song? Like, we need a theme song for that. Like, you know, Max the Max, Hyper Battle. Hyper know. Battle definitely yeah. needs a theme tune. That's what I'm saying. So it is Hyper Battle 22 as well. So uh, um, I'll, I'll go on New Japan World later on today and see if I can uh, check out some of the first 21 <laughs> Hyper Battles. <laughs> yes, I know. It's just the year, everyone. It's, it's fine. But, yes, other than that, uh, every every other bit of news will tie into what we're going to talk about tonight, pretty much, which is the New Japan Cup in Osaka Joe Hall. Before we do that, let's get our professional shit out of the way. There are ways people can contact us if they wish to. I'm on the Tweety, uh, at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is there, at Drusifer Tweets. And we're both there collectively, at NeverOpenPod. But now, if you feel like sending us a voicey or written email, you can do that. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. Anyway. If you want to look never as fuck, you can now because we have never as fuck t-shirts. And yeah, merch. they say never as fuck on them. That's what right. Hells yeah, they do. So I don't know where you see the links for these episodes, everyone. But if you see them, there'll be a Teespring link and there's one on our Tweety as well. So click on that. Buy our shit. Looks good. And hey, New Japan does not have never merchandise, which uh, sucks. So, you know. Wait a minute, Aaron. Now you can, that's right, now you can get some. You remember when they came out with the fucking fanny packs with, well, we swear a lot, by the way, guys, so be aware of that. I don't, haven't done that disclaimer for a while. I've already dropped like a million F-bombs. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, the show is already marked as explicit. So right, cool. if they clicked on this and, and don't know that we're going to say fuck, that's fucking on them. That's fucking true. So, Yes. Uh, there's no strong review this time. Uh, either there wasn't a strong show on or Mr. Ian was busy. Because uh, there are lives that we all live and all that stuff. So, or know, he didn't it, care. Yeah, that's right. Or, uh, <laughs> it, or, or or even Ian watched it and he was just like, fuck this show. Uh, but uh, <laughs> 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 who knows? All I know is I'm ready to talk some New Japan Cup when you are, Mr. Andy. 
Yeah, I am. I do want to talk about one thing real quick. Um, mm -hmm. I went to Unsanctioned Pro last night in Columbus, Ohio, and this is uh, related to New Japan because I saw, uh, you know, former IWGP heavyweight uh, tag team champion Alex Shelley uh, wrestle friend of the show and uh, former well guy that's been on the show many times, Alexis Montez, and it was fantastic. Yep. And it was like it's pretty neat. He was all fired up, and it was really cool to see one of my buddies get to, like, wrestle one of his dream wrestlers. And uh, I got to say, Alex Shelley is kind of one of the best wrestlers there is. I mean, like, he's fantastic, and he was so great. It was a really fun night, and, um, you know, if you guys get an opportunity to check that out on the Evil, uh, you know, website, IWTV.com, you can, you know, watch it there. But, you know, don't, don't pay for it. Like, figure out a way not to pay for it. There's ways. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Andy, uh, just pretty much telling you to steal stuff, but uh, I don't like IWTV, you know, so it's fine. But uh, but they, you know, I mean, they're they're the only game in town, and they know it. Yeah. All right. So let's do it, Mr. Andy. I know we've already covered the first few matches of this because uh, listen up, everyone. Luki can sometimes be a big uh, stupid dum dum. I know, and everyone listening is like, yeah, we know, we listen to the show, uh, but. Uh, we did about four matches in night one and realized. I don't remember that. I remember that we're just starting the show now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Here this is go. totally fresh. All right. Here we go. Then no, the New Japan Cup. Night 14 in Osaka. I don't mind looking stupid, dude. It's all fine. We're at Osaka Joe Hall. Do you have Osaka Joe Hall like uh, facts? I do. And the Osaka Joe Hall fact is that, um, you know, uh, I know that one of the greatest sumo wrestlers to ever wrestle there is Tai Chi. Yep. Um, I know that. That's a big deal. Also, that the Osaka Joe Hall fans are legendary. And I am I cannot wait. As we go through this episode, I'm gonna sprinkle in little moments when the like pandemic being over, like the the light at the end of the tunnel keeps like poking through in these fun little ways. And I can't wait to talk about those because Osaka Joe is like the place where you know they're like wanting to put it in our face hey it's almost over shit's almost back to normal here we that's go it. that's it i think like uh, i think these two nights i think the crowd even outdoes hyogo but yes. you know it's the final night too so everyone's super amped up and excited but yeah apparently night two has more uh, people there than night one uh, maybe it's because this is definitely definitely uh, not an okada town uh, man, you'll find that out when we talk yes. about the main event. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. He gets, like, the fucking House of Torture silence. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay, but... Good. Yeah. What's the first match, Luke? <laughs> All right, we got Ass Masters, the Gorillas of Destiny, Jado, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. What? Versus Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, the Bullet Club Cuties, and Gato. The fucking Aces music hits, and Tana comes out. Right next to him, boom, there's Tamatonga. This is pretty cool uh, face heel stuff here, uh, at which ends in a DQ, though, when uh, Jado attacks Gato, and the heels win. The heels win, and then, like, the next night, Chase is saying to Kevin, I beat Tanahashi again. Yeah, I'm fucking DQ and stuff. So it doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really count, but it's funny. It made me laugh. Post-match, though, Tanahashi, he gives Jado the brass knuckles, and you're just like, hell yeah! 
get some revenge, Jado, but Gato's pulled out at the last moment, which sucks. Thank you. I think Chase did that too, so it's an even more reason. Yes, Man, Chase really has Gato's back, doesn't he? In yeah. these uh, last few matches and tonight, tomorrow night. So, yeah. Yeah, cool moment, but yeah, Jado's revenge has to wait. I loved when the coach, Taguchi, he was like, hey, here's how you do a hip attack. And Tanahashi's like this and like hits one on ELP. And then Tamatonga tags and he's like, like this, you know, and keeps, <laughs> they keep they keep hitting, you know, hip attacks on Tamatonga or uh, excuse me. Uh, ELP is fantastic. Yeah. I love it. And, um, you know, I, I as I said, Osaka is like crazy. And Tanahashi is like, like walks he like takes a step and the crowd's like oh <laughs> they love him and he they gets a big reaction when he you know has the brass knuckles because he has them and he's about to punch gato it looks like it but then he hands it to Jado, and the crowd's like oh <laughs> it's great they go yeah. crazy for everything the ending's a little sloppy and the dq is kind of like well why and they claim it's because Jado was in the ring and he wasn't in the match that could never happen in any other. I mean, like Dick Togo, like every time, <laughs> yeah. every Dick, yeah, every house of torture match, but not in this one. You can't do that if you're a good guy. That's it. You know, referees, Luke, they are fucking crazy because, like, you ever notice in like a tag match, the referee doesn't give a shit when the heels get in the ring and start beating everybody up. But as soon as the faces do it, they're like, ah, oh, you can't do that. You know what? To, you know, it used to piss me off, and it's happened a lot. Maybe when I was watching WCW, it's it was tag matches where. The uh the refs got their back turned and then like one of the heels just claps and gets in the and gets in the right. ring, like, tag and then the like the faces get a legit tag but the ref didn't see that and the refs just like no 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 that's not a tag I'm just like well the heels just fucking clapped like, I love it that's yeah. funny but it, it, was, it just buries the ref oh definitely they you know they they <laughs> refs have a long storied history. <laughs> You gotta like bury junk. somebody, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> next, <laughs> all right. So next we got Makabe, Ishii, and Yano versus Taichi, Suzuki, and Kanemaru. This is pretty much Makabe and Yano versus Taichi and Kanemaru because Ishii and Suzuki just want to kick each other's asses. So uh, that's pretty funny, and we know we know we're getting back to normal where we're at it now. Kanemaru doesn't just bring the whiskey bottle out. Oh, he actually opens it and has a sip and actually spits with it. So, oh, my God. COVID's lifting. He can drink again. So, uh, true. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> well, and, Luke, at, at the yep. end of this match, you know, after we, we have all kinds of shenanigans, we got, uh, uh, who was it? Yano. He picks up the Suntory <laughs> surprise and pours it all over Taichi's face. And Taichi's drunk. Finishes makes me laugh. Yano. Low blows Katamaru, which makes him spit whiskey in the Taichi's eyes. Roll up on <laughs> Katamaru. So Yano wins. Then, uh, like a douchebag, uh, Yano does his best Jericho and pours freaking booze down uh, Taichi's mouth and throat. And it's awesome because Taichi just sells piss drunk all the way to the back, which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like uh we used to have a wrestler in my area he's still around but he doesn't wrestle anymore his name is john murray he's a big fat dude and like that was part of his gimmick but he loved beer that was also part of his gimmick and like at a certain point during a match someone would like pour beer in his face and it would make him hulk up because he loves beer and it's so great i love that 
I hope that happens. Beer was his spinach, in other words. Yeah, in a Canemaro match, it needs to happen. I was literally, as I was saying that, in my mind, I'm hearing. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. And next, all right, we got uh, Doki, Takamichinaku, Michinaku, Takamichinoku. That guy. And yeah, we, Taka, and El Desperado versus the House of Torture, which is in this case, Yujiro, Evil, and Show. And uh, I reckon this is fine. It's pretty much more preview stuff, and I've seen a lot of it already. So now, sometimes with New Japan, I'll get to the point with their preview matches where I'm like, look, I'm already sold. I was sold like two weeks ago. Give me the match. But they can't have the match like on this weekend because you don't want to take away from the actual new Japan cup finals and a title match might do that. So uh, I understand. I, I get it, but I'm, I'm ready for these two juniors to beat each other up already. Yeah, it's true. I mean, this match is kind of nothing, but it's fun. Yep. And, um, you know, I noticed that like, so Takas loses. Right. And I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I, I bet you Doki, like when he heard that Taka was going to, you know, be on all these shows and doing jobs and stuff. He was like, you know, he said to himself, but he said it real quiet. He said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, you see Doki and Taka on the team and immediately you just know Taka's getting, get doing the job and he does. Uh, everything is evil. So yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? Like, uh, Taka's such a jobber that it elevates Doki. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's putting over, he puts over the guy that he's getting, that, that is beating him and Doki just by being there. It's awesome. Yep. Taka, man. He's a good dude. He helps everyone out. He's coming, he's motherfucker. Yeah, he's coming to lose. <laughs> 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 All right, so we got Tiger Mask, Tamaki Homa, and Horiki Goto versus. Whoa! Al Linderman, T-Hawk, and Seema. Man, this ma- match makes me fucking laugh because uh, <laughs> uh, Homer goes for Kikeshi and Goto's like, I'm going to assist that and does like a shove on Homer as he's kind of like in the air. And, Doesn't help. And the Stronghearts guy rolls out of the way and he pancakes it on the floor <laughs> on, oh, on the uh, mat, which makes me fucking laugh. Uh, this is also this match and the next night's match will make me go, why couldn't we have more T-Hawk? T-Hawk. He's very he's, good. Yeah, he's very good. And he does this awesome, I didn't catch the name, but he does this awesome uh, driver thing on Tiger, which looks cool for the one, two, three. I could look that up. But why do I need to? Oh, we all know professionalism know. is my job. Well, I know what it's called. It's called a That's what it's called. So uh, it's fantastic. I mean, he's a T-Hawk. Ooh, I don't know that's... what that means. Thunderhawk? Like, what's the T stand for? His name's Ted, probably. That's probably yeah, what it is. Dead but, um, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> this match is interesting because we get T-Hawk being awesome, but there is a problem in this match, and that is the announcers. We have Kevin Kelly, and we have uh, you know Chris Charlton on both these nights, and they're doing a great job, but they are spitting some bullshit a couple times on these shows that you and I are going to call out, because one of them is here where the announcers are like, oh, Seema, you know, he used his knees too much to beat Goto, so he, like, hurt his knees with the knees, and so because of that, <laughs> he, he, he is bad. Like, Okada... That's why Okada couldn't get a good match out of him. <laughs> That's kind of what they say. And it's like, wait, what? Dude, we watched that match. 
he did not sell a fucking thing, and I uh, no. got visibly annoyed by it and kicked his ass. <laughs> the end. You're not going to sell, so I'm going to make this hurt. Now yep. you have to sell. <laughs> so uh like it's not as if like Akata legit beat the shit out of him the whole match but some of those strikes were kind of stiff yeah. because hey, you gotta, man. hey you gotta get it you gotta do what you gotta do right. when you're the champ man fuck that he's yep. like i mean okada's like the ultimate champion in in new japan right now and you're not gonna like make him look good you're gonna like not actively try to make him look good i mean yeah and i'm yeah, like that's well, why Akata's job tonight was making you look like a billion dollars. <laughs> now he's going to make you look like a fucking five bucks. That's right. Drop kick in the face. Yep. He's going to Wato your ass. <laughs> oh, poor Wato. <laughs> hey, poor Wato was trying though. So uh, uh, that's, yeah. that. Yeah, that's a that's a blip on the Akata radar, radar for me. But anyway, uh, it's called the Night Something Night Ride, which is what the T Hawk movie was called. <laughs> Oh. Yep. <laughs> next Look we've over got. Here. Look over here. <laughs> next we've got the hot team of Yo and Yoshihashi. Uh, <laughs> God, worst team. tag team ever. Worst tag yeah. team ever. But this match. What, what, what music do you come out with those two? It doesn't matter. They both. Suck. Oh, it's and, bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it's ver- they're versus uh, one of our favorite tag teams, Okan on the cob. I like seeing Yan. Uh, Yan. Don't know why I said Yan. Yan is not even in this match. But Yo, too many Y names, goddammit. Yo gets trolled for ages, which I fucking love. Uh, he just gets beat up. He, and Luke, he tries a shoulder around. tackle on Jeff Cobb. <laughs> Jeff Cobb just laughs in his fucking face. It's great. Jeff Cobb's like, bitch, are you for real? Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll never stop putting Dolomite over. I'm sorry. And uh, Yoshihashi does this slide takedown thing. Uh, Yo and Great Okan, though, are pretty awesome. They have a pretty cool, cool exchange where Yo finally hits this uh, hook kick, which I think he should put more in his repertoire and probably do it a little often, especially against bigger opponents because it, it rocks Great Okan. He goes for this uh, driver thing that uh, he does, Mr. Yo, on Great Okan. And as he's going for the pin, it is broken up because Jeff Cobb just casually walks over, bends down, Picks Yo up, German suplexes his ass like he's nothing, uh, which is a, a release German. So, uh, you know, like throws him like a sack of shit pretty much. And Great Okan puts him in an eliminator. And of course, Okan on the cob win. And they want a title shot, even though they've not pinned any of the champions. But who cares? <laughs> Chase is never getting his United States title shot ever. Good, good. He shouldn't. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, this match is actually very good. But it's mostly just because of Great Okan and Jeff Cobb being awesome and Yoshihashi just being like, uh, ah! what was the next match, Luke? <laughs> All right. Hey, we got further than last time. All right. That's pretty rad. This is the one that I was, you were watching this a little behind me and uh, yeah. we didn't get to watch this live, but I was like, I was like, something happens after this match. This is going to make you poop your pants. And you were like, okay, here we go. So I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. All right. So we've got uh, Bushi versus, no, no, that's wrong. Bushi and Hiromu versus uh, Aaron Hanare and Will. Uh, (laughs) I'd like the start of this, actually. It's great. (laughs) Because Will cuts a promo about how bullshit it is that he lost to Zack Sabre Jr. And that he's not doing a (laughs) shitty tag match with these two jokers. And uh, and uh, as he's cutting this promo, Hiromu's just like, yeah, fuck this guy. Shotgun drop kick. 
<laughs> then jumps <laughs> off, the, off the top rope to the outside. I'm like, okay, cool. This is amazing stuff. We see another great plancher by Will as well. And uh, yeah, you're right. It is very high flow. It's like a short range, high flow flow kind of thing. It's it's pretty damn cool to see. And there is the Streets of Rage on Bushi for the one, two, three. Look, it's good stuff. I did just kind of plow through it, even though it is pretty damn good. Because after the match, well, someone someone comes out to give Hiromu a bit of a beat down. It's Mr. Evil. evil. Dex. Oh yeah, the evil decks come out, and I'm super excited because the commentator. I mentioned you you mentioned the commentators earlier on, and I mentioned it last time how they've been pimping this story. I think it was Kevin just by himself. Like, if Harumi wins, he will challenge for the junior title, and I'm like, he pinned the never champ. No, 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 no. Do not want. What I did want was this. So something like this to uh, kickstart what will be. Oh God, I can't wait. But uh, yeah, it's uh, he's gonna win. He's gonna win, Lou. Like he's. It, I mean, I'm pretty sure Roman's gonna win. Roman with that title is yeah. limitless. By the That's way, gonna be amazing. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like Mr. Andy making his fantastic predictions because uh, he gets one of them <laughs> extremely wrong. wrong. Yes. <laughs> dude, you got the G1 right last year, and you're like, no, it's a Carter, dude. And I'm like, God damn it, you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, Luke, we don't call those predictions on this show. We oh, call it writing in our fantasy dream book. And yeah. I love mine. Mine's pink. So yeah. um, anyway, but uh, this I thought was so funny. Like you said, Will is giving this promo and he's so shit at promos. And when I'm like, oh, my God, is this part of his character returning? Nope. Drop kick. And then and then top rope teabag to the outside. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I love it. So uh, that was really fun. And and. You know, I don't know if you noticed this, but there is something weird that happens in this match. And I did not get an explanation because I am maybe not listening very well. But after the match, Will is upset and he like drop kicks this little trophy thing that the English announcers have on their table. And they're all worried about it. I don't know what it is. Is it the thumb? Is it the C block trophy? It's like this little little trophy that they have. And I don't know what the fuck it's for. So that's a answer that I don't have yet, but there's another thing that happens. I don't know if you noticed, but somebody broke Hanari's sunglasses. <laughs> he's all <laughs> mad. He's walking to the back and they're broke. And he's like, he's selling. The Great. Sunglasses are broken. Wow. Yeah. What do you hey. know? Hey, it's something, isn't it? And that, see, Hanari, Hanari gets it. Sell to the I'm back. Not mad. I'm not mad. That was pretty cool. And you know, and he's like, he's going to be said, walking it, the it's... streets of rage with the sun in his eyes now. <laughs> Poor guy. I can't wait to see Hiromu versus Evil because you know that like LIJ is going to help. They got to help. You know what I mean? They're, they're definitely going to help. It'll be like last second and Hiromu's like the best baby face ever coming from underneath. But you got to think that LIJ is going to help a little bit, you know. Dude, and we know we can have never matches because. Oh, uh, boy. We can you imagine? This. We just saw okay. the Suzuki match, right? Yeah. So he's the never champion, all right? It's a month from now. He's the never champion, and heavyweights are, like, that's, he's only going to face heavyweights, right? And so, like, at least that's the story in my, that's in my fantasy yeah. dream book, is he's only facing heavyweights, and so he's always fighting from underneath, but he still finds a way to win. And it doesn't matter because it's Hiromu. You know, he's, like, he's different, you know? Yep. And I don't know if you noticed this, but... Typically, the never title is a step for people. It's a stepping stone. And yep. like, if you get that, that usually means that you're headed for bigger things, which might be Hiromu as a heavyweight. 
Yep, they they did that uh, when Will became a heavy when he heavy Tai Chi. Uh, when, Same yep. thing with Tai Chi. Yeah. Yep. Though they both uh, Will and Tai Chi both had very short reigns with the gold, but mm-hmm. it was a stepping stone to what both men have become now. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I really it's do something. enjoy that. I'm we're kind of stalling because like I see what the next match is. Oh yeah. Dude, it, it might have Jay oh. on every page, but it's got like oh, yeah, lots of aroma in there too. But dude, I, I'm kind of stalling, I guess, because I don't know where to start. Uh, just a little story for everyone. It's going to be so riveting that it's going to keep them listening. But uh, <laughs> uh, I worked that night. So when I got home, I'd, I think I had to wait for the show to finish so I could watch it. And I'm watching the show. It's going well. And you're, you're telling me, dude. Shingo goes out instead of straight, dude, dude. <laughs> anyway, once I get close to the, you're like, when you get close to that match, let me know. I'll watch it again. So uh, I got close to the match. We both like hit the play button, and <sighs> and Andy and I, and Andy went to his happy place again, and I yeah. also went to a happy place because I watched these two just do art. Uh, also, no cold spots. So things definitely have that rough as guts kind of feel to it as well, uh, which obviously you know, adds the realism and stuff. Look, I don't even know how to analyze this or where to start. I know you'll do a really good job. All I know is this match, at least as as simple as it can for a Sabre Jr. match to start, it starts off relatively simple and easy. And then, and then these two just start complicating it. And then complicating things even further. And then complicating things even further. And there's even, like, one point where I really liked this because it really showed just how smooth and professional these two men are. There's one part where Shingo's about to do a Noshigami. And Zach try, tries to reach back and put him in some kind of headlock. And I think that's what they're supposed to transition from there. Only Zach can't reach properly. So rather than try it again, he jumps off the Noshigami, then puts him in a side headlock, and then Shingo just transitions out of that, and they continue. And just and that's just a, a a little detail. He didn't try to do it again. Oh, we fucked up. Let's do it again. No, on to the next thing. Here we go. Easy. We can just transition this way rather than that way. So I, I you probably noticed that too. I know. Of course. I, yeah. Just little details like that. This match is most – it's mostly Zack Sabre Jr. trying to hold on while he tries to submit the shit out of Shingo and Shingo trying to hold on and not submit while he beats the shit out of Zack Sabre Jr. And obviously both these men watch the product, so they know exactly how to hit each other, where to hit each other, all this kind of stuff. I don't even know if I can call all the spots. I think I see even Zack Sabre Jr. do suplex in this match as well. And and how often does he do suplexes? This even I don't I can't remember if he does the Zack Driver tonight or the next night, but he does attempt it. So you know, it's it's art, man. I'm gushing. I'm glad I didn't spoil too. Many. This, this is just, this is the reason we watch New Japan. This match right here. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Also. I used to complain or I used to see complaints all the time about some matches. Oh, why isn't this the main event? Why isn't this the main event? Fuck the main event from now on. Because the semi-main event's ref by chumpy motherfucking yeah. Marty Asami. Yeah. Right. I'm part of the Marty Asami army. Oh, my God. Wow. 
wow, you're you're armed with uh, masks that won't cover your nose and <laughs> and uh, you know silver shoes. <laughs> yeah, silver shoes and fucking uh, buses you can't drive properly. So, um, Luke, you know, as you said, the honorable ref Chumpy is presiding over this match, and I'll I'll kind of do some play by play here. So, because I <laughs> I this is one of those matches that like. You know, I have a bunch of wrestler friends. I've told you that many times. Everybody knows that. I'm not trying to be that guy. But, uh, I mean, like, as soon as this match was over, I was, like, all fucking, like, texting all that. I'm like, dude, watch this. This is the shit. Because it's, like, this is something else. And what happens is that we get this, like, this battle between grappling precision of, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. And, like, he can catch, you know. We'll talk about that. But he can, like, catch versus Shingo's power and speed. Because that's the thing is that Shingo is a fast heavyweight, right? That's yeah. like kind of part part of his deal is that he's fast. And so, you know, everything he does is fast. And so also there's like this home base move for like um, Zack Sabre Jr. Whereas like some wrestlers, they might start with a, uh, uh, you know, a, a collar and elbow tie up. And then they do things out of that. What Zack Sabre Jr. is trying to do is get that Cobra twist on so he can do shit out of that. And that's like yeah. what he's trying to do at the beginning here. It's it's great. He uses that to slow Shingo down at first, and then Shingo starts to get over on Zack Sabre Jr. until he gets the neck twist thing. And so Zack Sabre Jr. went through this tournament with two plans in every match. He had more than one plan in every match, so that if one failed, he could go to the other. So in Zach this Sabre one, Sabre Jr. <laughs> has so <laughs> so many ways, too many ways to beat too, you. T too many TWO. Ways. So. Um, that's kind of his idea here. So that's kind of the story is that he's trying to slow Shingo down and try to catch Shingo's moves. And so, you know, in, in catch wrestling spots. So that's kind of what we get here. So Shingo, like I say, starts to get over and then we get this neck twist and there's these brutal uppercuts on the outside, a Canadian stalling neck twist. Holy shit. Through the ropes, Luke. (laughs) <laughs> and it's fuck your neck, you know, and that's great. Every sequence, though, as you mentioned, is layered. So, you know, for example, it wouldn't be just like, oh, he goes for a PK and dude catches his foot and stands up and hits his power bomb. It would be he goes for a PK, ducks it, and then stands up, goes for the, you know, for the other move, but then he catches that. But then, no, he stands up. It's like everything is like that. Everything is just like super complicated, as you mentioned. It's very good. And uh, Zack Sabre Jr. starts going for Shingo's arm. So he's got two plans, as I said. So he's like, oh, okay, that fuck your neck and fuck your arm. That's that's like another layer we don't usually see in any match, yeah. let alone, you know, uh, New Japan. So Shingo is selling on high gear. We've talked about the gear system. This is fifth or sixth gear here. Um, double down after um, Shingo gets a counter DDT and some Naito elbows he's doing here, which is great. Uh, he goes for the sliding D, but Zack Sabre Jr. catches him in that crazy hold where he has, like, every limb. You know, that one. I don't know what it's called, but that one, it's awesome. Yeah. There's a rope break, and Osaka goes, oh. Because everyone, yeah. everyone, including me, thought yeah. it was fucked right there. That was oh, it. man. Absolutely. So there's counters upon counters that end with a fucking awesome DVD from Shingo. Superplex, and they're both fucked. Shingo is feeling it though. He gets up first and they do a million counters and it's like some of the best wrestling that can happen. 
Like, it's yeah. awesome. Zack Sabre Jr. is going for variations of the O'Connor role, which is awesome. And then there's these great counters into Made in Japan for two. Last the dragon, but Zack Sabre Jr. attacks the neck, and they go back and forth, making the crowd lose their minds. I was clapping and cheering and standing up at home watching it. So... I think most of my messages to you during this match were like, what the fuck? Oh, it's great. (laughs) And then this is when the crazy shit happens because we had an electric chair drop from Zack Sabre Jr. But how that happens is it's the whole deal where like, you know, Zack Sabre Jr.'s got like a, you know, a guillotine or something. So Shingo's holding him up, but then he climbs around to the back of him. But then Shingo tries to do no Shigami or something, but then he climbs around and it's, it's nuts because Shingo's the base for all this wacky like lucha type inspired you know british pro wrestling it's fucking great i love that um so they go back and forth like i said uh i was cheering and um they, they get this electric chair drop so that's important because um he tries last the dragon shingo does but uh zach saber jr holds on for a choke and shingo is like well i'm strong and i'm fast so i'm gonna just scamper up Zack Sabre Jr. has a rear naked choke on him, and he just scampers up to the second rope, and it's a second rope electric chair drop. (laughs) But but Zack Sabre Jr. won't let go. And finally, Shingo drops, and Chumpy calls it. He wins. Holy shit. What a match. What a match. Fantastic. Ref stoppage. Shingo's passed out. (laughs) I want to say also, win or lose, what I've noticed ever since maybe the G1 last year, is that uh, most Zack Sabre Jr. matches that I've seen have had awesome finishes. Very creative. Yes, different. Very story-driven. Yeah. Different. And, you know, it's like it feeds into previous matches he's had with that opponent or previous matches that opponent's had with other people. So it he likes – he's a bit of a storyteller, I guess, Mr. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. weaves all that shit in. Hey, and, maybe this is sacrilege, but you remember when they call – they call uh you know triple H triple H. They call him the the cerebral assassin because of being hit people with a chair or a sledgehammer. You know I I think that Zack Saber Jr. is actually the cerebral assassin because his moves are, his like his matches are very smart, very yep. smart. Yes they are. And uh, Mr. Andy did me a service, everyone listening, because the next match is about to start. I'm on a high from the match I've just watched. And Mr. Andy sends me the a message that does tamper my expectations, and I'm glad he does because he goes, yeah, you can, like, fast-forward the first 15 minutes of the next match. And I was just like, oh, really? Like, I didn't because I've got to fucking cover the match on the show. So I watched the whole thing. Um, I think I might surprise a lot of people here. Um, but whilst I am an appreciator, not all the time. Avocado matches. I, I I can be. He's a good. He's good. I am an appreciator a lot of times of Naito matches, and they've had good matches together in the past. I know. I've seen some of them. But I thought, yeah, like compared to the last match I just watched, I thought this match was just meh. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. What if that other match hadn't happened? I think this still would have been meh because it's like yeah. we we know they can do better. We know Okada and Naito can do way better than what they did here. And that's kind of the thing. And I'm not mad at him or anything. I'm not trying to be a shithead. I'm just saying that they you know they can do way better than this. And it's almost like Okada knows 
he isn't going to win, you know. Wow. And, he's trying to tell me wrestling's fake. And yeah, and he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. what it seems like a little bit. Yep. You know, I just, you know, I thought it was a good match, but it's just kind of like, okay, compared to what you know these guys can do. And I think Osaka knew that. Tell us, Luke, about what you were talking about. Like, tell us about Okada's reactions that he gets from the crowd or lack thereof. Well, you know, everyone has seen a House of Torture match. And, hey, I'm into them, but I, I get it. I understand if you're not, but I don't know all the crowds aren't either. So I think the heel shit is working. But when they go on the offense or start doing their cheating stuff, yeah, the crowd goes silent, mm-hmm. just like in dead silent, like that, like that. So every time Okada is on offense, the crowd's silent. And because this builds up like an Okada match, uh, which is slow, and then, you know, the build up, the build up, the build up, I feel like it was a misstep because, like, Naito will take control. Yes! Or clap, clap, clap. <laughs> Fucking going nuts. It's obviously an LIJ town Osaka, right? So they're going nuts for Naito and all that. Okada mm-hmm. takes over and crowds looking at their fucking watch or whatever like this tumbleweeds like the, i can't believe it like how quiet they are well maybe i can believe it because you know I've, I've complained sometimes about these starts and yeah look nakata can wrestle but sometimes i wish rather than wrestle in a carter match and you gave me some exceptions so there are exceptions to the rule i understand that and you can tell the listeners what they are but Sometimes I'd like to see Okada not wrestle in a Okada match. Like, all right, now you, you're wrestling uh, Naito. All right. Let Naito a Kenny come. Omega match, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it's just, look, wrestling doesn't need to start uh, down here and then slowly go up, 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 like, like that. You can start kind of halfway up or maybe at the top of the hill first like and then kind of slow down then go back up and you know sometimes i have issues with the pacing of some of these matches and yeah i think asaka did too or more which is the more likely answer here asaka just doesn't like okada and he thought he could go fuck himself which is probably the more accurate uh answer here it does does get pretty good like in the last portions of the match which is what you'd expect but I feel like by the time we got to the really hot portions of the match, um, I don't know, like, I was already kind of like, eh. So, yeah, it'll good pains me because, I don't know, I don't, I don't like to shit on awesome wrestling. You're <laughs> awesome glad Okada lost, though, right? You're I glad Okada won. Absolutely ecstatic. I settled in for an Okada um, win because, like, well, I always settle in for an Okada win. It's Okada. I always assume he's winning every time, every match. Because, you know, I think at least 95% of the time I'm right. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm settled settled in for that. But uh, Naito, who still can't fully do the, uh, the Destino, he gets one in, but he can't really keep doing them, like the full normal standing Destino like that. No one's letting him put it on, so... He wins this match in uh, typical Naito fashion or for, for the rest of this tournament. It's a, it's a roll-up, another one of those uh, trapping pins. And uh, Okada, yeah, he's eliminated from the New Japan Cup. <laughs> it's 
we have our two finalists and immediately i'm thinking well naito doesn't need to win the New japan cup anymore because uh, he just pinned the champion so uh i'm like okay i might be happy with the i'm happy either way naito is there to say but well i kind of but um after that like i'm i'm also thinking like all right so zach saber jr usually i'm like man i want someone new to win and it doesn't happen this year in the New Japan Cup either because we get a two-time champion, uh, which I'll, it just kind of spoils the next night. But in this case, I feel so hypocritical. In this case, I was like, yeah! So, well, yeah, let's that. talk about that on the next night. All right, um, what do you, you think know. of Okada Naito? Did you want to add more to that? <laughs> yes, Man, yes! Because you could probably say some positive stuff about it. I just couldn't get into it, especially after so the previous let's match. talk about the end of the match. So, uh... They're starting to work pretty stiff. They're starting to like kind of do that shit that you want to see, and like, and Naito's got Okada in the corner. He starts hitting those elbows. Red shoes come over. He's like, no, 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 you can't, you gotta stop. And and you know, Naito, who's the face in this match, just pushes, uh, you know, Red shoes, and the crowd's like, cool, fuck Red shoes. And he keeps hitting those, uh, you know, those moves. He goes Esperanza. The crowd's starting to feel it, man. We're hearing the claps. It's all, here we go. Destino for two. All right. The crowd's behind him. Oh, my God. Stardust press. But Okada moves out of the way. It was a pretty Stardust press. And yes. Okada's back up with this Watto mean face. This, he does a master Watto mean face. This is really funny. And he hits a shotgun drop kick. Crowd, nothing. Dead. Dead. Absolutely dead. Not even whispering to their friend, like, fuck this. Just nothing, right? So, crowd's dead. <laughs> it's an awesome job, too. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome, but it's just like, you might want well to watch this one with the sound down if you haven't watched it. So, there, there's a one. And then after this, he picks him up for a Rainmaker. Okada does. Crowd's like, fuck this. Nothing. Two Rainmakers. And they clap like a little bit, kind of, you know? And there's a really sick German suplex and a drop kick. Uh, we get a blocked Rainmaker and then the elbows again. It's a little clunky. That's the other thing about this match. It's not real like smooth in comparison to what these two can do. And and that there's a really cool like rolling pin for two. Crowd's all bit. They're up again, you know. <laughs> but then he does that bulldog pin. Crowd's dead. And then Naito wins right after that with that weird cradle pin. But it's like, I, you know, you want a roller coaster. But you want everyone yeah. in in the crowd to be reacting at all times. And I know it's kind of a different situation, but this crowd is willing to be like, oh, or fuck that, when, you know, the opportunity presents itself. And it did not present itself in this way to this match. I, I think this crowd's seen this match a few times, too. So, yeah. um, but it was fine. I just really, really don't want to forget to compare this to the main event of night two. As far as like, why are those two different? Because they are very different, and, I'll, and you know, and I'm interested to hear why you might think that too. Yeah, uh, I have this feeling, and I, I feel like I've mentioned this before that if a card is not into it, then it'll still be a decent match, but it won't be what you expect from an Akata match. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's a bit like that. It's a bit like, oh, I'm I'm not winning the New Japan Cup. Gato must have been like, bitch, you're the champion. Get out of here. Bitch, are you for real? Like, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's apples and oranges uh, with uh, Naito in these two nights uh, because uh, I, I feel like the final match is another piece of amazing, beautiful wrestling art. And yeah. Anyway, you ready for uh, 
Night two? Oh, last yeah, night? Now how about night this? Two, how, about, how about a little strong talk, right? So since yeah. Ian's not on here, it was mentioned on one of these nights that the uh, – who's the guy that's the strong champion? I didn't care. That was like that much. That's Filthy. Much I don't care. Filthy Tom Lawler. That's him. So um, he's been the champion for over a year now. Yep. There's your strong talk. Ready for New Japan Cup Finals in Osaka? Yeah. Yeah. I just gave you the uh, Osaka Okada uh, cheering just then. (laughs) (laughs) That's what would happen if he showed up in New Japan. I'm sorry. You know, in actual Japan. Which, by the way, have you ever heard a fan, any fan anywhere, be like, oh, I can't wait till Tom Lawler shows up in Japan? No, he's never said that. He's not bad. I'm not trying to dog on him, but it's just like no one's ever even thought of that at this point. So (laughs) Akata's usually really good at reading the room, though. Because I've seen him do a match like this against maybe someone like Naito. I was talking about Tom Lawler. I don't know what you Yeah, I know. I'm going back to Akata. You're obsessed with him. I know. I know. But I feel like he's good enough to read the room. And I feel like I expected more dickishness from this match from Okada. He, and I if didn't he had get gone that. further, you're right. If he had gone further with that, maybe they didn't have the time because it wasn't a super long match. You know, I don't think. But uh, they, you know, he could have. I hear that clicking in the background. <laughs> Sorry. It was 27 minutes. So I, Okay. So, yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, which is pretty long. That's long enough to be a massive asshole. And if he had done that, like he does with the Young Lions, been dismissive that's like the best okada to me when he's going to be like a complete dick he's dismissive which is yep. the same way naito is i won't look at you i act like you're not there you know what i mean that's that's like the best okada you know when he's yeah. in the situation he didn't really do that you're right when he's treating his opponent like uh like when you see okada do a young lion match and he's just right like, yes for real i'm gonna end this in two seconds fuck this i'm going home Bitch, are you <laughs> for real that's right and speaking of Young Lions. That's how night two at Osaka begins. Why? 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 Yeah. Well, it's because Bushi's jobbing a lot, and it's time to give him a win back, goddammit. So it's Bushi versus Kosai Vegeta. He hates Young Lions, right? He He does. (laughs) Yeah. Because he he wins all these Young Lion matches the same way. He puts a fucking gnarly-looking brab on him and makes him tap out like (laughs) a bitch, which is pretty much what Bushi does. Yeah. So, you know, Bushi got to gotta look strong. The Super Juniors are coming up, man. He's been jobbing a lot. Yeah. Uh, Luke, my name that I have in my fantasy dream book for this team, this babyface team that's in the next match, is mm-hmm. the Hero Team Unaffiliated. If I didn't mention that before. I just said make sure I gotta get that in. Gotta get your All shit right. in, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if it was this time or the... Never mind. <laughs> this is the take one. <laughs> Take one. Hey, at least we didn't do the full the whole show this time. Hey, <laughs> woo. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, but we got uh, Grill of Destiny, Jado, and the Ass Masters versus the Bull Cup Cuties, uh, Bad Life Valley Chase, and Gato, and uh, both sides run at each other like it's a fucking like it's Braveheart. Uh, <laughs> just two, two walls of flesh just going ah, and then it's, it's like a full on brawl. Ref doesn't even care if they're in the ring yet. Yeah, ring the bell. They're, they're fighting. It's fine. <laughs> so uh, I like that uh, at one point the Ass Masters are stuck in the corners 
and uh, ELP and Ishimori are doing all those hand signals that Tadakuchi will do. Then they just uh... <laughs> man, I I like how Ishimori just goes along with all the stupid silly shit that El Fantasma does. Like yeah, like El Fantasma is like, hey, let's backbreak people every match, and Ishimori's like, oh no, man, trust me, man, it's gonna be stupid, and he's gonna get over, it. <laughs> and it has to the point where. Yujiro will pull out a back rake with them or, you know, all this kind of stuff. They'll all do back rakes now. <laughs> Who knew he would set a trend with fucking back rakes? <laughs> it's it's amazing. Tama does face spots, like like doing the running bulldog thing while he takes another, like the, the, both the cuties down at the same time. I'm like, whoa, he's doing face stuff now. Here it is. Crowd, crowd's going up for that. It's nuts, right? Like I see him do that and I'm like, yep, that's a move. That's a face move. Yeah, all right. Yep, he's a face now. I'm still trying to wrap my my brain around that. See, Kevin Kelly can't believe that Gato and Jado are no longer together. I still can't believe yeah. that that was just a simple face. The match ends, though, when uh, Jado uh, is about to pin Gato, but a actually cool-looking C-trigger after a bit by Chase on Gato as he does the pin, and then he pulls a dead Gato on top of Jado for the one, two, three. Oh, no. No revenge. But no. it's... Okay, but uh, you know you don't want the revenge to happen yet. You've just turned the face. Now you got to have them chase them. Like it's cool. You yeah. know who came up with the whole Gato's revenge thing, right? It was Gino, Gino yeah. Gambino, and he. It was his birthday this week. Kevin Kelly said he turned sixty-one. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. That's pretty oh, funny. My goodness. ELP has this light-up jacket now, right? And it's got you know like. Putin smoke swag on it or something like that. And like tonight it has 30 years in the business is too long, which is a rip on Giotto. But what about Gato? Like, yeah. Like, so <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you guys remember this or if you remember this, but like there was a time when like Bullet Club was feuding with chaos and in every match they would just beat the shit out of show. Like, yo was injured during this, and they would just yeah. fuck him up and do the back rakes to him and all that shit. And now it's Watto. <laughs> Watto's, Watto's in that spot now, and these guys are just killing him in every match. And it's like, oh, poor Watto. But, yeah, because uh, he's getting was... tongue and massaged big time. The big kind of <laughs> yes. stacks on, carry on, kind of one. Yeah, so. Oh, man, oh. that's funny. Oh, my goodness. All right, so next we've got Yo, Ishii, and Yano versus Taichi, Suzuki, and Kanemaru. Mind you, it's pretty much uh, Yo and Yano versus Taichi and Kanemaru, pretty much, yeah. because uh, Ishii and Suzuki only have eyes for each other. And also, <laughs> I want to say, I'll probably mention this, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, like, Taichi is still kind of... He's still bringing new new stuff to what he's doing, and I like how he slowly introduced all this sumo stuff because it's a big part of Japanese culture, and I'm kind of surprised that it, that kind of those kind of like a sumo takedown or a sumo tackle or stuff like that aren't used more in Japanese wrestling. Like, I don't need to see like two full on real live sumo matches in New Japan, but. You know, I'm, so, I'm kind of surprised I don't see yeah. those kinds of things used more often. So I kind of it like that. It might be considered cheesy to them. You know what I Maybe. mean? Like to to them, it might be like kind of cheesy. Although, you know, Max the Max. So 
what you, you think like all those anime outfits they inspired <laughs> outfits they come down to don't look cheesy come on man so yeah i well i don't care if it's cheesy or not i think it looks fucking awesome oh i, like I love it. it i love it and and i like that like he's got a new kind of finisher it's called the yokuza elbow apparently and he oh. smashes it on yo for the one two three i thought all right yokuza elbow let's, let's do it i like that yokuza elbow did i say what did i say yakuza the oh the criminal god. organization oh my fucking god that's not <sighs> yokozuna elbow yeah and it's see i don't mind looking dumb on my uh, on the show so there you go there's another way i fucking said i wrote yokozuna on my notes i don't know why i said yakuza because yakuza is a cool word to say i did and watch yakuza, yakuza recently there you go that's why i hear those games are fun too <laughs> Oh my god, my apologies. The Yokozuna elbow. I say I got so excited. I'm putting a move over anyway. It looked awesome. Uh, hey, so, now uh, let before a... we get into the pull apart, yep. can we let me tell you about this match real quick? Just because that yep. whole pull apart scene or thing, we gotta talk about that, and that's separate. So, um, like, I mean, but what does this mean, Luke? This this match means something, right? We're getting something, right? Oh yeah. Like tonight is the night of challenges. Uh, so the BCQD is obviously challenging us masters for the tag titles, which they did a bit of that uh, in the previous match. Sorry, we didn't mention it. I just mentioned it now. Moving on. Uh, and this one, well, well, who did Taichi beat in the New Japan Cup? I do believe he pinned Toriyanu. And uh, so I want a, a sumo-inspired Yano Taichi kind of match, please. Please and thank you. I wonder who's going to win the polls for that because uh, Taichi's pretty over his face these days. But I mean, whoever picks sumo, which they're both probably going to pick the, some sort of sumo, I would assume. Because yeah, I, I hope they I both would, pick it so I, they I get would, something like that. I would assume yeah. that that's the case. But um, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Uh, but this match is awesome, and yeah. I love that you know not only does he do this uh, Yokozuna elbow thing, but he also takes his pants off first. So like, <laughs> like he ripped the pants off instead of doing a kick. Now he goes down low and does this like elbow thing. So this is pretty cool. I love that. Yep. And he, you know, I mean, he's all about the sumo and sumo is pretty cool. Um, it's also one of the last bastions of the like original hairstyles of the samurai. So, you know, the, hmm. all of the hairstyles that are worn by Yokozunas and, and the, uh, you know, guys that are in sumo, it is the same hairstyles that samurai wore back in the day when these like, cut people with sword and be like yeah man remember that's that pretty cool yeah um <laughs> oh, I, I like that, that. yes i remember <laughs> the so, times of the ninja and the samurai of course but luke after the match suzuki and ishii won't stop fighting and what happens because this is fucking awesome tell me all about they, this they just keep wailing on each other all the refs come out to try and stop it now they won't have it. Even Kevin, even Kevin's just like, let them fight. Let them yeah. fight. Even Chris Charlton's like, uh, let these two fight. And <laughs> they keep fighting. Like, at one point, they're being pulled apart, and the camera's, like, zoomed out a little bit. And you just see Taichi just chilling, doing his exit, going, bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> and meanwhile, Suzuki and Ishii are staring across from each other at the ring, being held back by rats, ready to kill each other. And Taichi's like, 
I'll see you next time, guys. I'm going to yeah. go for that trophy and shit. Bye. And he, he goes back behind the curtain. And then, like, they just charge at each other again, Ishii and Suzuki. And they're still fighting each other up on the ramp and everything. Like, they fight to the back. They just want to kill each other. They don't care. They only have eyes for each other. Uh, so I guess we're getting a singles match between these two very soon. And, uh, sign me the hell up, please, because... Uh, you know, I've seen that match a couple of times and I love it and I want it again because it'll be never as fun. My and, favorite part was when they were like, they were both on, you know, each other's ramp. So they're going up the heel ramp and the and the baby face ramp. And all of a sudden, like, Ishii just breaks free. And there's like this big clear space near the ramp. And all of a sudden, they're yep. just, they just both running towards the ramp and they just beat each other up. <laughs> it was great. The, the, um, longer a pull apart goes, the better it is. And like the more times you can build up and then release like that's, if you could remember there was like a time, this is a really good bit. It was when, um, AJ styles was beating up John Cena and he kept, he would just run out and beat up John Cena. And then he'd go over to act like he's going to the back and run back over there and beat him up again. And then he'd walk to the back. No, run over and beat yeah. him up. He'd do it like 10 times. And it was so funny. And uh, that's, you know, that's kind of what this is, but not, you know, a little more realistic, but it's very funny. And uh, I shit my pants and posted it on. Because <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, man. So, yes, it's, it's definitely some fun stuff. And uh, next we have uh, Taka and El Desperado versus Sho and Yujiro. Look, I'm not going to talk, talk too much about this. We've talked with, uh, you know, there's not a huge amount to say, so I'm just going to. If Andy doesn't mind, skip towards the finish where there's yeah. uh, a big juice on Taka Michinoku and then El Desperado is forced to watch as Show taps Taka out. Yeah. And uh, there's a house of torture. Here. Yeah, there's a house of torture beat down on, uh, on El Desperado. He's unmasked and Show gives him the shock arrow. Mm. Oh, Andy's, Andy's angry now. I yeah. don't like that. Yeah. That, that so, uh, set, man. Hey, you 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 want to see someone get a reaction from the crowd though? Look how like, I will say like shows all in on this new persona, all in, and he's convinced me. I really like it. I know some people just like oh, this old show. He's still there, but you know he's playing the character, he's honing his craft. Get out of here. Let him play. Be, let him be here for a while. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 interested now. In, in, well, now I just said I was interested ages ago. I'm interested even more now in the Maybe match. Maybe later. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe later. I, well, this is the part where show gets legit booze as he's leaving. Mm, there's they, yeah. the, the the camera pans over and there's people going boo. <laughs> it's like yeah, fuck yeah, that was yeah. great. This they is hate House of Torture so much they will boo him loudly. So yeah, nice. They don't care if they get kicked out, you know. So uh, which is pretty funny. Um, this whole unmasking thing, I don't like it. I don't like that at all, man. That's like. That's like this special thing between Hiromu and Desperado. You know? You don't just unmask yeah. Desperado. That was such a dramatic, cool thing. I mean, maybe you pull Tiger Mask Mask off. You know, okay. You know, I don't really like that even. But, you know, you can maybe do that and it's, I'll forget about it. But this, I don't like that. He's got like, he's got shoot heat with me, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, who do you think wins? Well, show probably right. Two 
Show two belts, show two belts, please. No, I think El Desperado wins because um, Show's already got a belt, but uh, I'd like to see a Show have a junior run. Why not? That'd be quite nice. But, um, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so it's the night of give me a title shot. So uh, I think that title shot's going to fucking happen big time. And uh, we've got next, we've got uh, GBH. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here Pink we Fisherman. go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we got uh, GBH and uh, Team Fisher King versus Empire Laundry. And, uh, okay, Will Trolling Makabe is fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it. I'm sorry, but it makes me laugh my ass off. So there's that. There's Cobb surfing Togi Makabe, which makes me happy. <laughs> but while he's fucking surfing on Makabe, you know what he should have done? He should have been like, as he was surfing Makabe, he should have been like, ah! Oh, you get blocked though. He did like oh, the yeah. audio would cut out all of a sudden, and it'd be like, that's what would come out of his mouth. He would hear ah, but what would come out would be All right, so here's what should have happened. Cobb's about to go ah, and then Hanare jumps in front of the camera and is like. Anyway, it's still really cool. Um, But there's a spot in the match where, and it's a spot I've seen GBH do a million times. Fine. So, you know, this is maybe just one of those things or they just mistimed it or something, or maybe Cobb was coming at them too fast. Who cares why it happened? It did happen. So did they get, uh, GBH have, uh, you know, they've hooked Cobb's arms. They're going to give him a suplex. And double as they've suplex. got him, double suplex. As they've got him up, I hear something I've never heard on commentary before. Because this guy won't even say ape shit, which is Tongalov's finisher. I hear Kevin Kelly go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and it's because GBH nearly dropped Jeff Cobb on his freaking head, and <laughs> and so for like the next 15, 20 minutes. Every now and again, like, Kevin will apologize for it. And I'm just like, dude, you don't need to apologize. Oh, shit was, like, the perfect response for that because he's a big <laughs> dude laying on his head. That would have been fucked up. So, yes, that makes me laugh. There's a fun face thing that I guess everyone else is going to hate, but I kind of got a chuckle from it. It's the four-way togi marker bay punches. That was great. The crowd yeah, really went nuts for that. That was great. Yeah. I only wish everyone on all four uh, corners went, ha! Yeah. Maybe they did. We couldn't hear them over the cheering. Yeah, you know, that's true. And it ends with a tour of the islands on Hotmoney. Should have put some extra stank on that too, just to be like, you almost dropped me, bitch. But he didn't. Need he's a he's a pretty safe dude, Mister Cobb. So, yeah. Oh, he's the, safe. Yes. <laughs> I don't mean safe as in his moves look safe. I mean like you know he's good at what he does. He is. Uh, yeah. So there's a tour on Hotmoney for the for the win. And then, like, uh, Empire Laundry is just like, uh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, what happens is Team Bishamon, after the match, step up to Okan on the cop going, like, uh, we got the titles, bitch. And then, <laughs> and then, and then one of them just headbutts Jokovic yeah. drops like a sack. He's dead. And then, <laughs> and this is funny. I don't know if you caught this, Mr. Andy, but Honma and Team Bishamon are getting stomped and beaten up. And in the background, I see a young lion carrying Togi Makabe to the fucking back. 
What are you doing? <laughs> All right, Bishamon's getting beat up. Who cares? But your fucking bro, the only dude who stuck with you, Hanma, is laying and getting his ass kicked. And you're getting carried to the back. At least get in there and get your ass kicked too. What are you he doing? Did. He did get beat up a little bit. They, they, a little they bit. Killed, they killed him but a little bit, but he, he like rolled to the, the outside. Yeah. Of, of suddenly in the background, I see Makabe being carried away. I'm like, dude! <laughs> you know what he was thinking? But he was thinking, ah, he's like, ah, I'm fucking hungry. My burger's better um, be ready out back. <laughs> well, but, yeah. at the beginning of the Smash Loop, Cobb came out with a fishing hat. Like there's like a traditional <laughs> Japanese fishing hat and he has that and, and he puts it on Yoshihashi, but the cameras don't well, pick it up at all. They don't even look at it. It's like, oh, it's that disrespectful or something. But, um. I, I thought that like United Laundry Empire guys, they worked like a well-oiled machine in this match. Yeah. They were like, this is what we want. You know, this is really good. And those guys are really starting to come together as a good team and get better and better. I love it. I can't wait till they feud with uh, LIJ at some point. That's yeah. going to be great. Um, but uh, I, I like this match. I just thought there was like a really fun part towards the end where Hanma is starting to fire up, do his little crappy fire up and doing all his little moves and, you know, getting Kokeshis and shit. And the crowd is like, yeah, Hanma, you're going to win. <laughs> if they could, they would have been like, Hanma, you know what I mean? It was <laughs> like, they were, they were so fired up and about Hanma, but then when he lost, they were very mad. So I, I thought that was pretty great. It was a very good match. So we've had, uh, uh, the Yano Taichi match, a challenge. We've had the uh, El Desperado show match, a challenge. Bishamon, uh, O'Connor and Cobb, a challenge. So now we've got the next... <laughs> Fisherman, yes. So now we've got the next match, which is Shingo and Hiromu versus the... House of Torture. No! Well, yeah, but it's the evil... Oh, dicks! dicks. Yeah, so it's specifically Sorry. Uh, evil and... Uh, Dick Togo. So this is the the Jay. evil gets the uh he gets the Okada treatment in this match a couple times. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, great. Like evil's supposed to get reactions like that. That's what he's yeah. going for. That's what right. they want from him. That they don't want that for Okada. So mind you, uh, yeah, I've, I've talked about that. Anyway, this match is really fun. And but the thing I the thing is like I, as I'm watching it, I'm just daydreaming. If my fantasy dream book about how awesome it would be if Hiromu was the never open champion. And then I see her and then I see Hiromu pick Dick Togo. Pin pick Dick Togo. Pin Dick Togo. And then thrust kicks Evil uh, after after the match because Evil tries to attack him with the never title and thrust kick and all that kind of stuff. So you've seen challenge, challenge, and challenge. Well, this match is, is different. After the, after the match, Hiromu's like, yeah, I've already pinned you, so I'm better than you, bitch. So if you want me to have a never-open title match with you, you have to ask me. And I thought that was a fucking baller move, and I thought it was awesome. <laughs> and it'll make Evil look like a little bitch if he doesn't challenge Hiromu, but it'll make him also look like a little bitch when he does. <laughs> Catch 22 of bitchness. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I I think all that stuff after the match is great. As you said, it's pretty great because now, like like 
Kevin pointed out on commentary, not, I mean, he didn't mention this part, but not since, you know, New Japan versus Noah have we seen House of Torture just get handled. And that's what happens. This match, they just handled. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck you. You know, there is a funny part, and I love when refs do this. This is my favorite. So good guy has a weapon, but it's because he just took it from the bad guy. So then he hands it to the ref, and the ref is like, I'll put this over in the corner as slowly as possible. And they just like turn around and walk to the other corner as slow as they possibly can. While that's when a low blow happens to Shingo and all kinds of other shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just I love when that happens in a match. I'm like, if you like you're my favorite ref ever. If you can do that, like if it takes 30 seconds to walk to the other corner, I'm very happy with you. And they've got they they always hold like the object like it's radioactive or something. Like yes. arm outstretched, arm outstretched away from them. Then like, I gotta get rid of this. It's gonna melt my hands or, or something like that. It always makes me laugh too. All right, man. We've got one more match until we get to the main event. <sighs> and uh, we've got Tiger Mask. Mr. Brad Satoshi Kojima, Kizuchika Okada, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus El Linderman, T-Hawk, Sima, Fujinami? Okay. <laughs> By the way, we get to see here uh, Fujinami's old disco music again. It makes yeah. me feel like if they all had these old disco themes, makes me feel like uh, Disco Inferno was a total idiot not to have gone to Japan for a little while because he was crushed <laughs> over there, man. And, and that's not an insult. I actually like Disco Inferno. Man, he made me laugh. He's great. Uh, He's yeah. great. Anyway, uh, then we hear some of Tiger's old music, and I'm like, why? I like Go Go Tiger, don't get me wrong, but I'm like, what's this? This, this is this... pretty damn cool. Or like Tiger's old disguise. Well, Luke, all this is not this is not as you're describing necessarily. What's going on here is that they're playing original themes that they do yeah. not have the rights to in the stadium, and we're hearing disco music and techno. So that's what's going on. Oh, really? So, yes. Because the 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 crappy version then of the Tiger Mask theme actually sounded kind of cool. So. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's, uh, and, it, yeah, I, I like Go Go Tiger better. Yeah. Look, this match is great, uh, but uh, the person who does the heavy lifting on the New Japan side uh, is Satoshi Kojima. He bumps for all three of the Gleek guys, which is fucking awesome. This match actually makes me want uh, Bread versus T-Hawk because these two get into a fucking chop fest slash machine gun, it's, machine gunning each other in the corner and beating each other up. And I'm just like, all right, this reinforces that T-Hawk's pretty damn cool. And, yeah, I, I, I don't care how they if this is on Gleet or a New Japan show, I'll watch it. Just give me this match. I think it'd be great. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he makes them all look awesome. Like, he even takes a fucking suplex from skinny little L. Linderman, and it looks awesome. So, yeah, I thought this, I thought this match was pretty cool so uh I, I don't know why i didn't finish my notes but i'm pretty sure it's a, a carter ending on uh el linderman or something like that i think but there's some great spots with um you know, like the older guys and fujinami and all this kind of stuff this is pretty much like like your house show slash nostalgia match which is like a nice little break from what we just saw with like all these title matches and story stuff and to what we're going to see next, which is like going to be a, well, a tournament final. So this is like the fun before the, yeah. And it was fun. I liked it. 
So let's talk about T-Hawk. Well, first of all, he took the pin from Okada. He took Rainmaker yeah. and, yes, he did. and he got pinned by Okada. So, um, but T-Hawk is in this match. He's in the strong hearts. I bitched and moaned about SEMA won't sell. I won't shut up about it. My friends, uh, you know, in real life are like, what do you got? What's your problem with this guy? You know, I'm kidding. Uh, but T-Hawk <laughs> is, he gets in this chop fight with Mr. Bread. Like you said, he tries his own machine gun chops after no selling Mr. Bread's. And then Mr. Bread's a wolf, fuck you. And he gives him the real ones, you know? And so, and then T-Hawk sells, see that word that I used? Yeah. He sells those chops for the rest of the match. Every time he tags in, he's touching his chest. Every time he tags out, he's touching his chest. You see him in the corner when he's just on the side, he's touching his chest like, what the fuck happened to my chest? It's good. So I can't wait to see him in the best of Super Juniors. I really hope that he's in there. He can do some really cool shit. Imagine him versus Ishimori, you know, and yeah. some of these other guys that are just awesome. ELP, that would be amazing. Uh, you know, that'd be the flippiest match ever. So I was really impressed with him in this match, and I thought he was great. Um there's a really funny part too where like <laughs> Tanahashi he blocked an Irish whip from SEMA and they both just looked at each other and the crowd was like, Whoa! <laughs> right. The crowd is on fire for this match. I mean, like at one point, um L. Lindemann, he interrupts Mr. Bread and mocks him. He interrupts the I'm coming for you, master bastard. And the crowd's like, Whoa! You know, and it's like, I mean, they were going nuts in this match, but that that last thing with Simo was really funny. Um, you know, and and another thing that happened after the match is that, you know, the strong heart guys are like, shit, we gotta go, okay, well, we're out of here. But Fujinami just sticks around and celebrates with the, the winners, and then they play his music. <laughs> and <laughs> Kevin play the and Chris, music, dude. So the music is like kind of like lounge music, you know, and Kevin and Chris are like, well, tonight at the uh, New Japan Lounge, it is. And they start to have a little fun with it. It is pretty good stuff. Love yeah. it. Yep. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, we've watched a month of semen matches, and yet we've... Uh... <laughs> and yet in two, in two nights, we're just like, T-Hawk, 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 T-Hawk. Yes. Yeah. He's great. We noticed him. When I watched that Glee show, I was really impressed yeah. with him, you know, and I can't remember where else he showed up, but we, we saw him a few times and he's been great every time. So like T-Hawk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn straight. All right. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember the last time these two men wrestled each other, Mr. Andy, in a one-on-one -on -one singles match? Naito and Zack Sabre Jr., you mean? Yeah. It was in the G1. What happened? So um, Zack Sabre Jr. wrestled <laughs> so stiff with Naito that he like broke his knee into a thousand pieces. Um, are you trying to tell me that they had a hype package before this match and they didn't mention that at all in the hype package? No, no, I didn't. No, what I'm saying is like that is what happened, but yeah, but <laughs> I kind of ignore the hype packages because they're all in Japanese, so I'm just like, well, it's I'm kind of rare. Get a drink and we stuff now. Yeah. We don't usually get those, so this is kind of oh. this is supposed to be super hype. This is kind of a big deal, yeah. you know. It it shows all the people they defeated in order to get to where they are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that. Anyway, usually I get drinks in those moments, but um, so the last time these guys wrestled, Naito was out of the entire G1. So here it is. It's the freaking rematch from that. It's the New Japan Cup final. You think these guys are going to acknowledge the previous G1 match? Yeah, probably. You think Zack Sabre Jr. is going to go for them legs? Uh, 
he'd be stupid not to. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my sister came came down yesterday to hang out last night, and uh, by the time she got here, it was the main event. And I was like, "Hey, do you mind if we, hey, we got the main event? I just need to finish finish the show." And she's like, "Who's in the who's in the final of, of the thing?" Oh, it's nineteen Xavier Junior. She's like, "Yep, that's cool. I'll grab a drink too." And she sat down and watched nice. it with me. Because uh, I uh, there's that old story of me forcing Michelle to watch a New Japan match, be like, this is why I like it. And it was the G1 final, Naito versus Omega, uh, where Naito wins. And at the end of the match, my sister's like still looking at stroppy, looking at her face, arms folded, looking grumpy that I made her watch a 30-minute match. And I'm like, well, did you like it? Yes, it was awesome. Naito's the best. So her take from that was yeah. Naito. So she, so she's going for Naito, but she likes Zack Sabre Jr. too because she's vegan. So uh there, that, that's, a, that's a big part of it too. Soy boy, hell yeah, man. The George Michael soy boy. <laughs> How he puts all these things together. I don't get it. I don't get it. But wrestling's the best, man. You know, but Mr. Andy, yeah. I saw Naito in a, not a match the previous night where the other guy didn't seem all that, that into it. And mm-hmm. like Naito goes into this match most likely knowing that he's losing because, you know, wrestling's fake. Did he half-ass this match, Mr. Andy? No, no, he did awesome. He did a great job in this match. I mean, everything from the very opening moments of him just refusing to take his shirt off and just, like, literally going as slow as he possibly can <laughs> while staring at Zack Sabre Jr. Everything from that to, you know, taking crazy bumps and all the good shit that happens in this match. So there's all kinds of good stuff. You know, Kevin Kelly pointed out something very interesting on commentary before this match started is that not only did Zach beat him in the G1, but he also ruined uh, uh, Naito's win-loss record for the year because he had to forfeit like eight matches. Yep. You know what I mean? So that was eight losses in his, his loss column. So I thought that was a pretty cool, like real lifestyle sports uh, analysis there. That was good. Yeah. Dude, like... <laughs> This is another one where I almost don't quite know where to start. I wouldn't say it's as as complex as the Shingo match. It's a completely different kind of match because Naito's a really different kind of wrestler and stuff too. And man, this this never felt it didn't feel like it was slower than built up. This felt like these two just went at it. It's a 24 minute match, so it's not a super long match or anything. But these two just fucking crush it. They make awesome wrestling art together which I knew, and I just tweeted out, like, just how good Zack Sabre Jr. has been with his finishes, and this match is also going to have an amazing finish, too. It fucking does. I mean, I feel like I've just got, like, gushing to do rather than... <laughs> Andy, take us through this match. Walk us through it, because it, it's, it's fucking okay. amazing. I can do that, yeah. Well, you know, Zack Sabre Jr., as we said, Naito's taking his clothes off. It's taking forever. Zack Sabre Jr.'s like, I'll do some... Uh, do some fucking stretches, but we also failed to mention that Zack Sabre Jr. is wearing black and gold. Yes. Hecker. Yes. Heckers. So um, there's like some mat wrestling and like rope break posturing to start. That's fine. Whatever. That's like, you know, normal stuff. And they, mm-hmm. they both go for an arm drag, though, at one point and just get locked together and just stop. And I've never seen that before. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool. It almost looked like they turned the arm drag into a double elbow where they both hit nothing. You know, it was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, there's a really long chin lock, and then Naito's hitting some of those elbows of his. Zack Sabre Jr. gets a surfboard a double knee breaker thing. I love that. That's really cool where he's like, looks like he's going for a surfboard, but then he just kind of stomps on the knees. 
uh, he starts working Naito's knee, okay, right? Well, so he has the one plan, right? But will he have two? Uh, there's some brutal-looking submissions as Naito goes into cell mode, which is good. He's twisting Naito up every which way. My goodness. It's a lot, it's, you know, it's a lot of pretzel stuff going on. But Naito comes back. He's getting some stuff in, you know, getting his shit in. And he cuts off uh, Zack Sabre Jr., switches it up, though, and starts working over Naito's neck because it's it's not it's not one. It's both. Right. Yep. So he starts going after Nido's neck. And so that's when Zack Sabre Jr. We forgot to mention there's kind of a story here, too, where his ribs are injured. So, like, you know, at certain points in the match, he's like he can't do things because his ribs are injured, which really adds to the drama because it allows the double downs to happen and them to reset the kind of, you know, drama, which is kind of yeah. great stuff. So he starts selling the ribs at that point, you know, and um, he hits another neck twist and a drop kick to Nido's neck which is great. Uh, Naito uses the ropes to torture, uh, or Zack Sabre Jr. uses the ropes to torture Naito, but he's in a lot of pain too, and he's not like moving quickly between sections. He does like explode all of a sudden though, and does a bunch of running strikes, only to get caught by a bunch of Naito elbows. Naito is like going to get you with those elbows. I love uh, those super. elbows. It's one of my favorite uh, things that he does. They're so great. And they like, they help him control the pace of the match too, but yeah. in a good way, you know, I love it. Uh, there's a Super Rana, but Zack Sabre Jr. holds on and gets a triangle. <laughs> That's kind of what we saw from Shingo, a little different, but the same, you know. And we get some elbows on Naito. Uh, but now we're into that New Japan heavyweight main event style rhythm as they're, like, trading sequences and trying to kill each other. Awesome tor Tornado DDT from Naito for a uh, double down, and but Naito's up first. Esperanza, crowd's starting to feel it. We get to fish out of water, It's and the crowd is like, whoa! They are gasping. I mean, it's it's amazing. There's that nutso like trapping pin thing that uh that Zach Sabre Jr.'s beat Naito with like twice. Um, that's another near fall. And Zach yeah. has a rear naked choke in, but a rope break resets for another great sequence. Valencia after Zach Sabre Jr. tries a Zach driver, but then it's Destino for <laughs> but it's another Zach driver counter, but it's I it's like he goes for Dest oh, he hits Destino. For and then more elbows and then from Naito. I don't know what this is saying here. I'm sorry, I'm a little confused. Dude, there's um, a lot in this match, man. Yeah, it's fine. So towards the end here, we got uh, Zach. Yeah. He bails himself out with a kick to the knee and a neck twist. That's really great. There's a fast-paced counters that are high impact, high impact. It looks like everything hurts. It's really great. Zach Saber Jr. hits a PK, then. A fighting spirit fueled PK. You like this is war cry for two tornado DDT and a spinning Zach driver. Zach Dr Zach Saber Jr. wins the match and Tai Chi comes into the ring. Well, he doesn't get in the ring. He stays on the apron, but he celebrates yeah. this with his friend and and allows Zach to have the ring to himself. And it's great. I you know I like the Shingo match better because I thought yeah, that was more like innovative or whatever. But this was excellent. And it reminds me, I mean, like, we had, like, this long stretch where the only thing that was good in New Japan was, like, Yano and fucking Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi versus LIJ. You know, that was, like, the mm. only thing that was good for a real long time. And so those guys got us through a lot of bad shows that or shows that were fair to Midland, you know, and then the yep. old best thing would be these guys. So these guys know what they're doing. I think this is one of their best singles matches. It's an awesome match. And I just want to say, like, 
this whole COVID period of New Japan Pro Wrestling, like, Zach moved to Japan. He has never left. He's never gone back to England for a few months. He stayed. Like, if there's a New Japan tour, unless it's, like, like the juniors or something like that, unless, you know. But he's been there for every single tour, pretty much, you know, in these last two years, Zack Sabre Jr. has. And he's worked his ass off in, in, in the dark times and stuff. So, like, I'm not sure if I see him winning the title. I'd love it, but I don't see him. I think they're still on the Yakata train and they want to keep that going for a while. It's fair enough. It's fine. It's the 50th anniversary. I get it. But what, you know, what is kind of cool, though, is maybe not, he doesn't become the heavyweight champion, but you know what he is forever? A two-time New yeah. Japan Cup winner. He worked his ass off. He, he kind of deserves some kind of nice push slash highlighting because of just how um, valuable and consistently good he has been for the company. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to see it. Zach Driver finished too. So, Zach Sabre Jr. In a while, yeah. So many ways. <laughs> yeah. And that, in that case, it's true because I don't think he yeah. has any one submission that he likes to use. No, whatever truth, yeah. whatever, whatever they can't get free of, that's the that's one. Right. That's right. Every that's finish is different. And that's why his, that's why, you know, he's the cerebral assassin. You know, it's yeah, like man. all his matches are really heady matches and they're fun to watch because of that. But, you know, we've seen him do complete goofball shit too. You know, I mean, yeah. even the stuff that he does with with Suzuki when they tag is complete goofball shit, but it's great. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's a very, very valuable wrestler in New Japan. Um, Luke, after the match, he gets on the mic and, you know, he describes that weird hallucination that he had where George yeah. Michael helped him win by suggesting that techers. But he said that that meant Saber Driver. And then he buries in the backstage comment. I guess he also had gold boots he was supposed to have. But Adidas, they didn't deliver it on time, and he pulls an amazing pun and says, all day I dream about my boots coming on time. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny and clever. Yeah. So that's, that's some good shit. Yep. So uh, I also want to apologize, everyone, for my uh, lack of notes for this one because, um, you know, my sister was talking to me a lot of the time. So uh, it was a little difficult to watch the match, talk to her, even for my ADHD brain was hard and type notes at the same time because I guess I will look rude. I could have watched it again. Come but on. She was That's here till like two o'clock and we were all just drinking. It was just kind of nuts. So, yeah. Now, this was awesome. I do think the Shingo match is a little better, but maybe I'm biased too because I'm, I'm a bit more of a fan of Shingo than Naito. But this is... Man, it's great stuff, and you didn't need Naito to win because he's already got a he'll yep. get a title shot later. And this is not a Chase Owen situation. This is New Japan going. All right, we need to set up multiple threats for the champ, and they've just done that. And they're two really good multiple threats: Zack Saber Jr. and Tetsuya Naito. So yeah, mind you, guess what? Last time uh, Zack Saber Jr. won the New Japan Cup, <laughs> guess who we lost to? <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, it, it's fine. He's- it's it is 100 fine and i mean it would be nuts if he won that would be awesome but i mean it makes a lot of sense to build up the new japan cup winner as much as possible yep. so that, that way when you know he loses to okada it means that much more because it's yep. he's not i mean that match is going to be fantastic so i can't wait yeah it's the 50th anniversary year i don't see okada losing it this year at all <laughs> yeah i mean we'll see you know yeah anything could happen but uh yeah Wow, 
that is another successful tournament, Mr. Andy, in the books yeah. that we wow. have covered. You know, it's um, damn straight. We're we're all pros at that now. And yeah, I, I'm, you were right the whole time. Like, yes, was the uh, the lineup of wrestlers in the New Japan Cup kind of like the most tame expected lineup ever? Yeah, but you said, dude, they're gonna make this fun and awesome, and you were right. It was. I- I think it adds something, too, that there was, like, what, 48 competitors as Zack Sabre Jr. won this one. You know what I mean? That's that's better. That's, you know, you're always trying to up things in wrestling because you how are you going to outdo yourself? Well, now we can add another thing to Zack Sabre Jr. Not only did he win, you know, he won the biggest one, but he won the biggest one ever, you know, so that's that's kind of cool. Yep. So, yeah, man. See, even when he's he's even fun to watch lose because the finishes are just so in, like I don't know, man. I uh, I think I said it last time. Compare him from 2017 to now, it's still Zack Saber Jr. But he's he's just gotten a lot, a lot better. Yeah, he's refined, refined oh, and yeah. polished in a way that is unexpected and amazing. Yep, and look at that. We uh, we've done it. Um, I'm used, I see. I'm used to the last few shows where we're like, oh my, we got four this time, we got five this time, we got ten trillion this time. <laughs> now we've covered two and it's and it's over. But uh, you know, I, 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 I end a lot of shows like this, Andy, going like, oh, we're finished. But um, is there anything you wish to to add before we start um, closing off? Well, I, I just promise the listeners that if New Japan doesn't write a song for Hyper Fight, I will, okay? Hell yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's episode 98 in the books. Yep. Next is, what, 99, and then another number that's higher than 98. So that'll be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's more exciting to getting to episode 100? New Japan that's becoming... Right normal again yeah because i feel like you and i have covered new japan in a dark period and now there's light at the end of the tunnel and i feel like you and i are super amped up and super pumped to see them open up more and just have people come in and just fresh faces matchups everything they've already started showing you that things are changing we got face turns we got whiskey spitting we got Crowd's not giving a fuck anymore. We've been not allowed to cheer for two years. Fuck this show. Boo! Yeah. Not not S-H-O-W, but S-H-O. Fuck this show. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fuck this show, guy. It's exciting. Uh, I think you and I can feel it. I think a lot of fans can feel it too. So, yeah. Can't wait to see where we go from here with, what, hyper attack. But I want Castle. Where's Cats? Where are the Cats at? Yeah, where's Cat Attack? Yeah. All right. Wow. You know what? He, it's Zack Sabre Jr. we trust. A uh, fisherman. <laughs> Outrageous. Outrageous.